up, everyone? Welcome to episode 31 of our podcast, Seven Sports, but also episode one of season two. Season two of our podcast. Oh, yeah. That's insane. Some would say they never insane. thought we were going to make it. Why is it insane? It just seems like time's been flying by. It has been. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's a good thing. Right. So. Yeah, welcome aboard season two. If you missed season one, you can still catch those episodes. Yeah. I mean, they're still, they're not going anywhere. <laughs> we're, we're not going anywhere. But you got to keep the train rolling. The train is moving, whether you're on it or off, but we'd like you to be on. So, yep. hop right on. Exactly. What? Okay. So, I guess we should give a little, like, overview of what we do. Yeah. We talk about Yeah. Okay, so... For the new people? Yeah. Yeah. So, there's a few things that are staying the same. There's a few things that are changing. Um, things that are staying the same. So, we go top moment in sports in the previous week. Then we go uh, with the Minnesota Minute. So, if you're from Minnesota, great. That's like a minute or so of updates on all the Minnesota sports. The ones that are going or any notable news from them. Mm-hmm. Then we go with... Our betting recap of the last week. So we're changing it a little bit. Yep. Um, Got some new stuff coming. Yep. So each of us will have 21 picks throughout the week. They're only going to be football and basketball, both professional and college. Um, But that doesn't mean that it's going to be three per day. It's just going to be 21 for the week. Right. You just have to get to 21. So most likely... Well, in the next few weeks, the NBA, what just starts to come up, but like mm-hmm. Saturdays and Sundays, we might have five or six. Yeah. But depends. At, you just have to get to 21. That's all you got to get to. At least through the football season. Like right. the weekends will definitely be bigger. Oh, 100%. Um, so we post those on the social media, Twitter um, specifically. So yeah. keep an eye out for those. Um, but then after we recap the betting picks then we'll go into our beer and seltzer reviews so we're still doing that one beer one seltzer a week we rate review them and then um like basically yeah, give our score basically we tell you would if recommend you it drink it yeah <laughs> um and then we'll go into talking about whatever we're talking about for the day so yeah. the nice part about only talking about football and basketball is we can kind of focus on a little bit more of a targeted 100%. We can zone area. in on something we know the most about, you would say. Yep. And the most we follow. So Exactly. Yeah. So, what is it? The next 2-ish weeks will be it's still football. only football, but then as basketball starts, then we'll add that into and mm-hmm. get a good mix of those. Oh yeah. Um and then ending the episodes with the draft still. Yeah, usually just top 3 to top 5, whatever we want to do. Yep. So, 3 or 5 of just Honestly, any topic under the sun. Yeah. So Off the top. Yeah, pretty much. Dang. Okay, cool. So now that you're still with us, uh, we're starting with the top thing you saw in sports in the last week. What was that for you, David? Yeah, so mine was, I mean, it kind of goes along with the Minnesota Minute. Minnesota Loons are uh, clinched a playoff spot. They're the number six seed um, with their win over Vancouver to rip on Sunday. So they play in Dallas next Monday, first round of the playoffs. They've actually made the playoffs. They said the last four years. Yeah, that's good. It's that's unreal. That's what we need. Yeah, it's crazy. Sustained success. Yeah, and I don't even care if you like soccer or not. If you go to a Loons game at Allianz Stadium, electric. Well, electric. Yeah, the nice part about that stadium is 
all the seats are so close. Oh, yeah, it's not field. very big. Well, it's just this little bowl. Right. But it's so, yeah, it's just fun. And the nice thing about soccer, like I've always said, you it's 90 minutes with some stoppage time here. But it's 90 minutes. Yeah, so you can you can plan on, okay. Two hours. 90 minutes plus whatever the 10 minutes is for halftime. Yeah. Plus a couple Four or extra five minutes. minutes. Yeah, each half. So, yeah. Yeah, literally two hours. So, two hours. Boom. And then you know. So. That that makes suffering through once it gets cold. Yeah, right. So if it does, hundred percent. What about you? There we go. Um, my top moment is on Saturday. So the wild card rounds for MLB was happening, and um, on Saturday the Mariners were playing the Blue Jays, and they were down eight to one going into the sixth inning, and um and they came back and won 10 to 9. Sorry, you got totally distracted. Yeah. Um so they're down 8 to 1 going into the 6th inning, then they score um 9 runs in the remaining inning. So 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth, they scored 9 runs and come back and win that game which was also what they needed to win the series. Right. So yeah. then they moved on. Low key one of my good friends Kyle Service, his uncle is the head coach. Of the Seattle Mariners. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So they're pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. It's that is cool. Yeah, I think it was one of those things. Like, Toronto's a great team. Toronto's fun to watch. It was, uh, it was very interesting. I mean, it was what a comeback. Yeah, it's I awesome. mean, it's insane. Yeah, so it's made it fun to watch. It's October baseball. You never know. You and never it was know. and it was nine nine going into the ninth, and they scored the one run that they needed in the top of the ninth. Yeah. So what a comeback, though. Yeah, it's tough. Pretty cool. Okay, um, so we're rolling into the Minnesota Minute next. So what do you got? Yeah, we'll keep it quick. So Vikings beat the Bears 29-22. They're now 4-1, and one, top of the division. They play in Miami next Sunday. Gopher football had a bye. They travel actually to Illinois, who's now ranked number 24. That should be a good game. St. Thomas football also had a bye. Um, they now play Drake, Brennan's school, Saturday. So. Uh, Minnesota United, like I said, 1-2-0. They play their playoff game against FC Dallas Monday. And the Timberwolves, NBA, they have two games left. LA Lakers, Brooklyn Nets. Then they start up their season coming up here next week. So a lot of fun things going. That is exciting. Yeah. It's just nice that, I mean, we were so excited for football to start. So it's nice that basketball is also starting, basically. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things, too. It's nice now with, like, the Timberwolves. Like, the expectation is playoffs. And it's like you're going to root for them more, and they're fun to watch. Yeah, that is the expectation. Right, so it's just like they have a fun team to watch, so it's just, I mean, you can't you can't beat it. It was Back in the day, it was tough when it was like, oh, God, we're going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, no, we're good. Yep, exactly. So, um, bet recap? Yep. So it was a very good week for one of us. That is not me. Um, David was 13-8, and eight, so... Honestly, we both started off poorly, and then one, well, Dave picked it up and finished very well, and I did not. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh... So literally half of your losses were on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, it was a tough to start, but I had a few 3-0 and days, which uh, make the world go round, you know? You gotta love the 3-0 and days, so... They're the best. Yeah. So 13-8 overall, um, for NFL, 5-3. and MLB four and two, soccer one and one, and NCAA football three and two. Yeah, I think the NFL. I mean, it's it's nice. I mean, the thing is, 
prop bets are helping me out, but I don't really have any other just. It was a good week. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yep. Um, myself, not as good. 7, 13, and 1. Got an extra push in there. Um, but NFL was 4 and 7. MLB 3 and 2. Soccer 0 oh and 1. NCAA football 0 oh, 3 and 1. Yeah. Would you rather, bad. would you actually say that that push is a tough push? That's almost a bad beat push. That was a bad one push. Point. Yeah. Sometimes there's good pushes. Oh, there's great pushes. But this one was not one of them. It's minus one. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I mean, what the heck? And they won the game by it, one. It was literally teetering back and forth between Even? a pick em and yeah, minus one. Dude. And then it changed to minus one. It's tough. And yeah. to see it, but move on. New but week. That's okay. Bang, bang. Yep. So, the, uh, the beer and seltzer yeah. is up next. So, we're going back to the same. We had a good one last time with the berries. So, now we're going to try the Bolo Sour Peach. Oh. Um, I don't know. I think it could peach. be decent. I think we like the berry one. It was rated high, but we'll see how the peach goes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, geez. It's not good on the couch. So, then, oh, and then for the beer, for... All of October, except for there is one at the end of the month that is going to be slightly different. But we're doing Oktoberfest beers. So this is from Iinger. Wait, was this part of the calendar? Nope. Oh. Nope. There was only one Oktoberfest in there. And we had it last week. Yep. So this is from Iinger Brewery, which is in Germany. It's... uh, Do you... At the foot of the Bavarian Alps. Do you think that in Germany and all those for Oktoberfest, do you think it's just a drunk fest every day? Like, do you think Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, back in the day, like in our primes in college, it was like you had senior week. Do you think that's what Oktoberfest is for Germans? I feel like it's pretty close. No, I think it's different. And I heard it from somebody I can I can't remember who it was, um, but I think they studied abroad in um, Germany? In, in Europe. Oh, I can't yeah. remember if it was specifically Germany, yeah. but what they said is it's kind of like built into the, just like the culture of, oh, I'm just going to go grab a beer and then I'll just continue on with my day. Okay. Like, so it's oh, more casual. I'm going to grab a beer at two o'clock yeah. and then I'll just continue on with my day. So it's definitely less of a like a big deal event, right? Kind of like thing. we kind of see it, yeah. Yeah, but it's okay. So this beer is from Eying, Germany. And what is it? What kind is it? Just an Oktoberfest? Oktoberfest Marzen. Oh, authentic Bavarian festival lager. Let's go. Yep. Oh boy! Oh boy! Almost two spinaches. <laughs> oh. Cool, 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 cool. That's kind of a unique can. A bottle? Yeah, the bottle. It kind of looks like one of those bottles that you kind of get champagne out of, you know? It definitely has a longer neck. Yeah, look at that. Longer neck and yeah. taller. Didn't Luke Combs say that? What was his song? Long neck. Ice cold beer never broke my heart. Yeah. Great song. All right, so we're going with the sour peach. The bolo. It definitely smells like peach. Yeah. Strong peach. Mm. 
Yeah. It's definitely sour. It's sour. Yeah, I think that's the difference with these ones is you you kind of really have to like the sours. Because the berry one was kind of similar. It was like, holy moly, that's It was sour bad. too, wasn't it? Yeah. That's oh, what I'm saying. So are they all sour? sour? Is yeah. this like a sour pack? Mm-hmm. But I'm saying like these are very, very sour. Yeah, they don't. They are. They're they're basically the salted version of a sour. Yeah. Of a beer sour. Right. They're kind of a mixture. So. Hmm. Yeah. I I I think it's okay. I'm not a big peach guy though. I think you've said that before. Yeah. Peach. It's just. It's unique. Hmm. But. Yeah. Write yours down, and then I'll give you. Okay, ready. I'm gonna say mine's a six flat. Okay. Six flat. I don't I think it's okay. I would say it's compared to the berry one, the berry one's one versus two. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it probably complements the rest of them so i think it's a decent one i don't think it's a bad seltzer i actually think they're pretty good but Mm -hmm. i just don't like it as much as the berry one so six flat solid and for your score six seven six seven that was higher nope slightly lower what was the other one six eight seven one seven one yeah so slightly lower i also agree with david i like the was it mixed berry it's berry yeah berry i like the berry a little bit better Mm -hmm. um and this one is just below the threshold to I would drink another one. Yeah, I think it's been a solid pack so far. I think there's mm-hmm. two more, but it's just I think the berry one is a little better. Yeah. I would I would drink multiple berry ones. This one wouldn't be my first choice, but I'm yeah. not saying I would not. Like if someone was like, Hey, all we have is peach, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Fair. That's a good fair is fair way to put it. If they got it, okay. But yeah. there's other But if I could pick the berry one, I'm gonna pick the berry one. So mm-hmm. and what was this called? The beer one now? Oh, it's from Einger Brewery. In Germany. In From Eying, Germany. Hmm. And it's an Oktoberfest Marzen. Oh. It smells unique. <laughs> what's, a, what's a Marzen? Is it like a lager? It's a type of beer. Yeah, it's a... But, so this is an authentic Bavarian festival lager. <clears throat> nope. Not for me. <laughs> not it. I don't not really. Why do you say it's not for you? I just it just has a unique taste. I can't even put my tongue around what the taste is. But it kind of even it has an aftertaste for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not big on the whole like, hey, this is like, I don't like the aftertaste effects. I just like it where it's like, hey, I'm going to take my sip and then. Yep. But. All right, so what are you giving it? I'm giving it. Man, I hate you can it. taste another drink. Yeah. Didn't change it. Four nine. Four nine. Not great. I don't think it's very great. That's low. I just don't know. I just don't like the aftertaste. Like, there is some aftertaste, and it's just not my favorite. Don't tell you. The, Don't tell the Germans. The German locals. I guess I won't be going over there for a while. Um, I'm going to give it a 5.8. Five, 5.8. Eight. Five, eight. So I do agree it's not my favorite Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. I would say that for me, it's like it has a little bit of a drier 
taste as you drink it and that makes me think of like an IPA kind of thing. Yeah, I just it's just and I'm know. not a fan of that of those. As well. Yeah, it's just got a very unique taste. Like I said, I still can't even put my tongue around it. But and it's also with the aftertaste, I it's just not me. Mm-hmm. But maybe if you like lagers, maybe this is a great lager. I don't know. I usually like lagers. Yeah, but not this one. You said. Well, well it's average. Yeah, you you usually like lagers too. Yeah, but not this one. <laughs> the Germans did it differently this time. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So, well, season two starting off with a bang. Not the one we want though. Uh, so six seven for me, six zero for you for the peach peach sour. Yep. Uh, from Bolo, and then five eight for me, four nine for you, on the Oktoberfest margin from Eyinger. Yeah. Eyinger, something like that. I don't know what I think it is. The G is silent. Eyinger. Eyinger or Eyinger. I feel like it's Eyinger because then it makes me think of Germany, which is J. Sure. I injure. Okay. I don't know. That's unique rationale. I'm, I'm there. literally there go. Yeah. grasping at air. Okay. Yep. But those are the scores. Yeah. So that's a review. Yep. I mean, there you go. We are moving on to uh, NCAA football. Yeah. So what is this? We, we've we been through six weeks. This is going to be week seven. Yep, this is okay. week seven. So there's been a few changes at the top. I mean, there was. I'd say there's, there's a lot of changes. Yeah. Well, I'm saying it's literally like, everybody moves. Right, but I'm saying like the same top five teams. I'm pretty sure we're still in the top five. I they think just kind so. of moved around, yep. which I think matters. But I think it's also one of those things like, oh, if the next game Georgia doesn't play well and Alabama beats Tennessee, mm-hmm. are they never? I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think it's going to be those same teams. I think, I mean, do you want to rattle off the top 10 or do you want to show, what did you think about last week's college football top 10? Any surprises? Anything big? Mm, not really. They all won. Yeah. Well, I think the biggest difference, though, is uh, Alabama game was a lot closer than I think people thought. And I think it shows also why Bryce Young is potential Heisman again. Because literally they brought in this other guy who, granted, he looks like a middle linebacker and he's very fast, but Bryce Young is special. He makes a difference. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and they have a big game this week, Tennessee. Oof. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically, well, okay. So, should we list off the top? Go for 10? it. Okay, so Georgia's one, mm-hmm. Ohio State's two, Alabama's three, Clemson's four, Michigan's five. Tennessee is six, USC is seven. So they dropped down one. Oklahoma State is eight. Ole Miss is nine. Penn State's ten. Yeah. So basically, if you want to be in the top ten, then you got to be undefeated. You have to be undefeated, and I think you kind of have to. I mean, and this is why I know a lot of people that watch the college football games are like, oh, this team's running up the score. You kind of have to. Like, these teams, you have to show dominating wins. I mean... People have said that teams are running up the score. Oh, yeah. They'll it'll always be a talk of the time where they're like, oh, Alabama won 42-0. to zero. And it's like, yeah. But also, at the same time, why wouldn't you? You're also probably putting in your second strings and winning 42-0. to zero. Yeah. You, I, but mean, I mean, look at Alabama barely snuck by and dropped two spots. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Or Georgia the week before, almost lost to Missouri, dropped a spot. Yeah. You just said it. Who was it? USC dropped a spot. Oklahoma State dropped a spot. I mean, it's crazy. Well, I think that was more so because Tennessee 
smoked LSU. Right. No, and 100%. I think it's just, it depends on matchups also. But I think at the end of the day, it'll be very interesting to see how they round out those top top 10. I mean, a lot of good teams, so. See yeah. what happens. Yeah. Um, okay, so we did, what did we do? Game of the week last week. Mine was Kansas TCU. That yeah. didn't disappoint. Mine was UCLA. Versus UCLA and Utah. Houston. Yeah, versus Utah. Yeah. And UCLA. Like I called back on episode 30, outright winner, three and a half point winner. Doesn't matter. It's yeah, a moneymaker. Yeah, UCLA is. They're good. Very good. They have Their running back is nasty, and DTR is good. They're back. They're good. Well, they're number 11. They're just outside the top 10. They'll be in the top 10 this next week once they win, though, because somebody's got to go out of the top 10. You think? Because Michigan oh, plays Penn State. That's true. So. Well, if Penn State wins, then I don't think Michigan will be out of the top 10. Oh, yeah, that's tough. But Alabama plays Tennessee. I also don't think either of them will. You don't. If you think if Alabama wins handily, Tennessee won't be out? Mm-hmm. I can see them dropping to 11 or something. They might be, yeah, they might be just barely out. Yeah. Not, I'm not saying like they're going to drop to like 15, 16, but no, they're no, barely no. out. Yeah, which if would Alabama dominates Tennessee, which I don't see, expect to happen. No, I don't either. But that's the only reason that they would drop below 10, I think. Right. If right. it's close and then they lose at the end, then I think they'll still be in the top 10. Yeah, that's fair. What about, so what's your game of, do you have a game of the week this week? Um, well, do we, I feel like the last two weeks I've said the game that's going to be the uh, college game day game. So do we know what that is? I do not know what that is, but I'll look it up right now. I don't want to pick the game that everybody expects is going to be great. But now that the Vols are 5-0 and Alabama 6-0, and the show is making its triumphant return to Rocky Top. So it's going to Tennessee. For Alabama? Alabama. Okay. Um, that's good. That's not my game. My game of the week is Oklahoma State TCU. Yeah, it's a good game. Was that your game? No. Oh, I think I think it's a good game. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, obviously, it's a good game game of the week. But I'm saying like it's two very good teams that have a lot to prove. Yeah, and both offenses can score a lot of points. Right. So that makes the game exciting. Yeah, I mean, the over under sixty eight and a half. Yeah, almost seventy points. Well, that was also. Basically, the over/under for the um, for the TCU Kansas game last week, yeah. which I'm pretty sure they hit. Oh, they it was 69, and that was literally the over/under for what TCU Kansas. Yeah, and it was three to ten at halftime. Yeah, and then he just started balling. Yeah, they did cover. Kansas did cover. Um, but yeah, t- uh, TCU. Oklahoma State is my game of the week. Yeah. Mine is I'm going to the Big Ten. Michigan, Penn State at the Big House, Michigan. I think it will be a fun game. I think it will be interesting. I know Michigan's six-and-a-half-point favorites, but I think it would be interesting because it's one of those games, like, if it was at Penn State, I think mm-hmm. it would be almost – it would be very close. Even though Michigan, I think, is the better team, playing them at home now, they're almost a touchdown favorite. Playing in Penn State is just different. So, so you think it would be a pick or like a two and a half, Michigan. So I think it would bring it down by about four or five points. Yeah. But that's my game of the week. I think that's 
I mean, there's a lot of good games. There's yeah. a lot of good games. I think upset alert, you could talk about Clemson, Florida State, Clemson. Florida State's pretty good. Clemson's kind of walked, I mean, just kind of trotted their way through their games, but see what happens. Yeah, that's true. Also, something new we're doing. We're doing our locks of the week. Yeah, so we have game of the week. We got lock of the week. Yep. We got a lock coming at you guys. Yep. But, so what's your lock? Do you uh, have one? For college, my yeah, this lock is college of now. the week is USC. Ooh, the boys. Caleb Williams. Plus three and a half at Utah. I don't think Utah is all that was expected. Um, they just lost to... Mm-hmm. Um, UCLA to UCLA and I don't I just think USC is a dominant force yeah I think USC is good I mean they're fun to watch they have they obviously have that Addison kid at wide receiver who from yeah. Pittsburgh and then obviously plus Caleb they're Williams. underdogs yeah which is kind of crazy like come on yeah it's a night time. game too like oh yeah the stars are going to show out and you know where stars live LA that is true that's where UCLA also is. Um, my lock of the week, I'm going back to my game of the week. I'm taking Michigan minus six and a half. I think Michigan will actually dominate this game. But I don't know. I get kind of worried because it's hard. Michigan's one of those teams that likes to run first. And Jim yeah. Harbaugh is the classic run first guy. but Runs of the family. Yeah, it's just God. But I think Michigan minus six and a half at home. Book it. Okay. So that's our... Top twenty, top ten, college football. Mm-hmm. So, see what happens. All right, let's move it to NFL, huh? Let's move it. So, last week both of us did pretty well in our eliminator picks. We are, quote unquote, still alive. I well, guess you could say we've been eliminated, but we're back. Yeah, does that, does that count? Well, it's our show, so we do what we want. Um, <laughs> But, with that being said, there's now five people in the running. Got Scott Charles, Primer, got John Fox, Mitch Horner, Andrew Paul. Yep. Unfortunately, the four people that got eliminated all picked the Jaguars. <laughs> and yeah. the Jaguars lost to the Texans. Yeah, so, should have known you can't ride with the Jaguars. Yeah, so it's tough. But, we're back with five this mm-hmm. week. The, we, the games now, here's the thing, is the games are getting closer. You've Especially picked, this week. Like, yeah. When you've already not, picked three teams who you probably picked were pretty big dogs. I yeah. Mean, Packers were huge. A lot of people have picked the Bills already last week. So yeah. it's like now you kind of have these games where it's like, okay, I kind of got to pull some strings and win. Yeah, seriously. So, see what happens. What, who is your eliminator pick this week? My eliminator pick is the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, they're playing In the Dolphins. Two is still questionable to come back. I personally don't think he will or should should, should play. Yeah. So that means we go to Teddy Bridgewater. However, Teddy Bridgewater also got Concussed. injured last week. Concussed it? slash elbow injury. So we'll see what happens at the quarterback position. They played a seventh rounder last week and got dominated by the Jets. Yeah, he had a four turnovers. It's yeah. Bad. So I feel like the Vikings, who have somehow find a wa- found a way to become 4-1. and one. Yeah, it's kind of what we do, though. Like, dude, that's like... Yeah, let's go 5-1, and one, baby. Here's the thing that's crazy about it. It's like one of those things where it's like, last year when we played, it was like we would lose these close games. 
Yeah. Now this year, yes, we're pulling them out, and yes, they've been kind of dramatic wins, and it's kind of hard. On, it's hard on the heart, and it's hard on my body. You start sweating, but we're pulling them out. So at the end of the day, it's a win to win. Yeah. So. Exactly. And this then is uh, your pick. My eliminator pick is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, Tom's back. We're ready to roll. They yeah. play at the Panthers, who just fired their head coach, defensive coordinator, starting quarterbacks out. I mean, I think the Buccaneers should have a field day. Wait, who do they play? The Buccaneers play the Panthers. No, they don't. The Buccaneers play the Steelers. Look at mine. Mine says Panthers. Oh, even better. I was le- working a week ahead. I apologize. They play the Steelers. Even better. I'll still take them. The Steelers have less guys. But I'll take the Steel. I'll take the Buccaneers. I think they're back. The Buccaneers stink. Or the t- Steelers stink. We've seen that. Well, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm a week ahead. No, we were talking about the Rams that were playing the Panthers. Oh, yeah. That's an even better pick, which I bet you half the people will pick now. But, yes, I will take the Buccaneers. Okay. That's my bad. So, you got the Bucs. I got the Vikings. Yeah. There you go. Bang. You have a lock of the week? Yeah, so we're doing game of the week and lock of the week. For lock of the week for the NFL, I'm going Bengals minus one and a half at New Orleans. The Bengals are pissed they lost it against the Ravens, so they're going to come back ready to go. Yeah, I'm going to go my lock... Man, I really want to take the Bucks minus eight, but I just messed that up. I'm going Eagles minus five against the Cowboys. Sunday night football. I think the Eagles will show out. Really? At home. I think the Cowboys defense is good, but I also think the Eagles defense is better. Eagles I think this will be and it's good. a it's obviously a huge matchup in their division. I mean, Cowboys have been four and one, Eagles five and oh. Mm-hmm. I think this will separate them. Yeah. So that's my picks. All right. Um, now let's go to the fantasy, yep. which I have not been doing well, which is bad, but it's yeah. okay. Yeah, what were you, one and two one last One and two week? again. So that means that you are six, six. and nine Nice overall. <laughs> Shout out to me. And currently I am nine and five. Nine and five. With one still working. TBD. Yeah. yeah. So we'll just update it as the yeah, update it as it goes, goes next yep. week. Yeah. So okay, so just as a refresher, we pick one quarterback, one running back, one pass catcher, based off of PPR, ESPN rank uh, projections. Yeah. Well, and just ESPN fantasy scoring. Yeah, just in general. Yeah. Yep. One point or like a full point PPR. Bang. Um. Who's your quarterback smash of the week? Yeah, so my smash of the week, getting back on track, is your boy Josh Allen. I know he's projected 25 points. <laughs> he's not getting most. back on track. He's literally coming off of He's coming off a one. huge game, but I also think at the same time he's 25.3, which is an insane amount, truthfully. But <laughs> he's, he's probably the top. He's the for sure the top, and I think the second closest guy is probably three points below him. But he plays at Kansas City, which everyone remembers that game last year. It was I don't think anyone wanted the game to end. No. It just kept going. The one in the playoffs specifically. Yeah, the one in the playoffs specifically. Um, and so 25.3 at Kansas City, I think he's going to do very well. Okay. I think, and I know we've said this a lot with a lot of these big-time games, I actually do think that game will be high-scoring. Yeah, it should be. 
And because it's going to be high scoring, I pick Patrick Mahomes. So we got a little shootout there. Yep. He's projected slightly less uh, at 20.3, most likely because the Bills' defense is much better than the Chiefs' defense. Chiefs, yeah. Well, and they have just have more weapons. Yeah, totally. So, but I think Mahomes rises to the challenge of a big game. Um, so 20.3. That's the pick. He'll be over that. Yep. Running back. So my running back is Austin Eckler, also the number one fantasy player. You'll see a trend in this week. <laughs> Projected 17.6. They play a good Denver team Monday night, but they're at home. Austin Eckler has started to score touchdowns like the old him. I think he'll be doing well, and I think he's going to catch. I mean, I don't know. The man catches, it seems like, eight or nine balls a game. This last game, he was a little bit low, only caught four. Only caught four, but he did get in the end zone once, twice. So yeah. it's like the man just, he's starting to play. And the nice thing about Austin Eckler is he plays fantasy as well, and he's very aware of himself at fantasy. Yeah. Do you think it's... He knows. Here's a question for his fantasy league. Maybe we've talked about this. Do you think it's just a well-known fact that, like, hey, Austin Eckler gets Austin Eckler? Or do you think someone's like, dude, I'm taking him. I'm taking you before you. No, somebody for sure picks him. Yeah. What do you think if Austin Eckler has the first pick? Do you think he takes himself? Yeah, 100%. So if he has the chance to take him, he's taking him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, why wouldn't you? That's literally the ultimate bet on yourself move. Yeah. Isn't that technically illegal? No. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. We're not going to tell him. So who's your running back? My running back is Alvin Kamara. He's projected 16.8. He started to find his groove this last week. He's finally healthy. Um, He scored a touchdown. I think it was on the ground. He had over 100 rushing yards. Um and then you got Taysom Hill, who's just scoring touchdowns left and right. So yeah, that's not going to happen every game. Yeah. Someone's got to score. So Kamara will be the one that is going to What is he projected, you said? He's projected 16.8. Yeah. I think the crazy thing is, like, dude, when he used to play, uh, what's his name? What's quarterback? Drew Brees. 16.8 yeah. was, like, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah, it At, was it basically twenty was guaranteed. Yeah, and it was insane. And now because he would have players. eight catches. Yeah, now the hardest part is like Taysom Hill, who's a great player, but it's just so annoying because it's like when Taysom Hill comes in, Taysom Hill wants to run the ball, which is fine. But it's like also there's some He's plays where it's it. like, dude, just hand it off to or hand it off to. I don't know. He should keep the ball as many times as he can. Did no. you see him this last week? Yeah, Seattle dominated. Stinks, all right, who's your pass catcher? So, sticking with the theme of the number ones, Cooper Cup projected 21.5. And here's the thing what's wild about Cooper Cup is, yes, his projections are always high, whatever. They only throw to Cooper Cup. Basically. So, I get it. I understand it. Like, he scores these long touchdowns. He does whatever. I mean, the man has 10 catches a game. He's yeah. arguably, and we've talked about this in previous episodes again, he's arguably the number one pick next year already from this year. <laughs> Because they don't throw to anyone else, and that's also why they're two and three, and they stink. He's literally the only guy. I don't. I don't know if they can throw it to anybody else because everybody else is not that good. Right. You just. But at some point, you also have to trust. I guess. Yeah. You only got one dimension, but that one dimension guy for fantasy is great. Mm-hmm. Because twenty-one point five, ten catches, hundred yards, bang. Yeah. There you go. So. That's not even accounting for his almost guaranteed touchdown guaranteed touchdown and then also when the man decides to run a jet sweep he's the fastest man alive yeah and he'll score a touchdown there too so bang my uh 
pass catcher is Mike Evans. He is projected 13.8, so slightly lower. The Buccaneers play the Steelers, and they're not the Steelers of old. So Heck no. I do think T.J. Watt is coming back. He's coming back this week? They said that he, he was he was going to come back next week, but they prolonged it one more week, I think. This last week. He this was last week. Back. So he's. I think he is on I'm track back. to come back this week, but still it's... Okay. I mean, the Steelers are bad. Well, that's fine. Um, 38 points. To the I, I would assume that he probably won't be just like ready to go. I don't think he'll be like every, every down guy. Yeah. There's definitely going to be a snap count on him. Yeah, so if Mike Evans, plays. I mean, the good thing about having Godwin back is there's less focus on Mike Evans. Tom Brady started to figure it out. He's a touchdown machine, yeah. too. He is a touchdown machine. Exactly. So. so throw in a touchdown, that means literally seven points from catches and yards. Yeah. Right. So And they're back on track. So Easy. There you go. So there you go. You got your list. I got at Josh Allen, Austin Eckler, Cooper Cup. You got? Mahomes. Mahomes. Kamara. Mike, Mike Evans. Bang. Yep. There it is. See how we do. Yeah. So, are we talking about anything else? Or we're, we're moving on. I mean, we could we could broadcast on. the NFL, or we could get let's get on to our draft. All right, let's go to the draft. Bang! Do you want to tell people what? We're so doing this week now? we're gonna do top three, just three, biggest pet peeves. Mm-hmm. Biggest pet peeves. So here I'll flip it to today. Tails. Tails. I'll go first. And Aaron will go first. Um, my number one pet peeve is um, is leaving the toilet seat up. Nice. I will say you might have stolen a vote with Alyssa, but I've been ingrained with that where I put it down every time now. About time. Yeah. Um my first biggest pet peeve, I will say, is people who don't say thank you when you hold the door open for them. Mm. I actually have a little bit of pettiness in me, which sometimes I will walk the other way and say, you're welcome. But I don't do it often anymore. I've matured. Oh, um, I say you're welcome. 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's just one of those things. I mean, I'm not saying like, dude, I'm not one of those guys that also holds the door open where it's like I'm waiting for 10 steps. I think it's like... What's, what the, if, what's the limit? Oh, three or four steps. But it's one of those things, too. I will say this. When I'm walking into a building, if I know that that person is going to be about eight or nine steps, I'll pretend to, like, itch my ankle, slow myself <laughs> down to then do it. Because it's just awkward where it's, like, if you're eight or nine steps. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be that guy, but it's also, like, I'm not going to sit there and hold the door. That's weird. Usually my, my like, limit is if the door would close at its natural closing speed in bef- front of them before the person would get to the door yeah then i'll usually just keep going okay or that's typical yeah. if i'm feeling generous then i'll just like hang out there and hold it right. but general if the door cl- would close before they would get to the door then i am continuing on right it's just so easy though to say thank you i think but mm-hmm. my next one is um people that chew with their mouth open mm. And I just think the noise cringes, and I think everyone kind of does it sometimes, but I think it's one of those things where it's just like, like, yeah, those potato chips sound pretty good, don't they? And especially if you're in like, in a, like if you're in like <laughs> a table setting with a lot of people, it's just like, dude, what are you doing? Just like slow down and just eat your food mouth shut. So mm-hmm. 
What are your second and third? Um. So number two mm-hmm. is going to be. Um, I'll say slow drivers in the left lane. Whoa. From you? Yeah. Okay, I feel like I'm... Because you... Wait, 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 wait. Pause. Maybe it's different, but back in the day when we lived together, you were one of the people that said, hey, if the speed limit's 55 and I'm going 60, even if I'm in the left lane, I don't care. I'm staying in the left lane. No, I think that, like, if I'm, like... So you're saying going below the speed limit? I would say... So... I'll do that if I'm like between five and ten above. Gotcha, gotcha. Then it's like, okay, I'm going eight over the speed limit yeah. in the left lane. Not saying I do that all the time, but if I'm going eight over the speed limit in the left lane, like, sorry, if you really have to pass me, then you can move over. Right. Okay. I gotcha. But if I'm going, if somebody's going like below or like at, yeah. And there's enough room, then... I think it's one of those things, too, where it's just, like... For me, I'm, like, if I drive in the left lane and someone I can see is coming up faster and they want to go fast, I'll just be like, all right, buddy, you do you, because I'm not trying to be that guy, but I get what you're saying. It's just frustrating when people also don't understand, like... Most of the time, I'll move over. If if I see them, like, coming up and they're cooking. Yeah. Or you can see it, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And your third one? Um, my third one is, um, I gotta think about this one for a second here. Um, my third pet peeve is, I'm thinking like work email specifically, but I would say overall, um, but specifically work emails, like if you send them and they aren't responded to in within two days. Yeah, I would agree with that. I just think it's also one of those things and I've said this to people before. It's annoying in the sense of like, sometimes with work emails and like work, it's like you send this email cause you're asked to do it. And then all of a sudden like, you don't get a response and you add like maybe a director or a manager and you get a response instantly. It's like, I get the respect thing. I get that, but dude, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to add a manager. Uh, Just respond. Like it is crazy to me. And I think one of those things, not a pet peeve, but it's one of those things with people where it's like, I try to keep my inbox as clean as possible. Sometimes you see these people's inbox, it's like 200 unopened emails. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. That brutal. would give me so much anxiety. Brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. The only... The only reason for that is if you've been gone for like a week. Right. I agree with that. But and I'm the, saying and like, then you need to chip at it. But even that, even that, if I'm gone a week, I'm trying to like maybe on like the day I come back or even that night, I'm spending a little more time and just deleting and getting through it. I'm not going to leave 100%. that and be like, oh, I want to wake up to that. Absolutely. Um, so I would say my third biggest pet peeve is people who, this might be a little excessive, but like people who just talk to talk and don't actually listen to the other person they're talking to. So like you're having a conversation with them and they're either A, just not listening because you can tell, or B, they're having a different conversation while they ask you a question. Yeah. Just listen. 
listen, you don't always have to hear yourself talk. It ain't hard. It's not. It ain't hard. <laughs> so that's my that's R three. All right, right there. Bang bang. You want the overview? The overview, yeah, go for it. So my list is leaving the toilet seat up, slow drivers in the left lane, mm-hmm. and not responding promptly to emails. And here's the thing, and I'll say this about emails. I usually, I will say this, I usually give people, try to give people like a day or so, like or something. I, I mean, I understand people are busy and depends like, but if I send you an email at 8.30 in the morning on a Tuesday and you just don't respond to me all, for the rest of the week or two days, like what are, what are you doing? Yeah, my expectation is 48 hours. If it's yeah. past 48 hours, then it's like, okay, that needs to change. Right, 100%, I agree with that. That's fair. So, um, and then David's list is... Not saying thank you when you hold hold the door, chewing with your mouth open, and talking to talk and not listening. Yeah, there it is. That's it. So there you have it. That's episode one, season two. Yeah, episode one, season two slash episode thirty one overall. Correct. So exciting. Peace. Peace. One, two, 